I'm Sophie. Hi, I'm Paul. And we are SP Film Viewers. In today's episode, Sophie will be giving her thoughts on Casablanca. Yep, that is right. So we thought we'd pick, well, Paul thought he'd pick a really old, old film. That's black and white for me, wouldn't you? Not the oldest you've seen, though, I should say. King Kong is True, and the oldest you've seen out of this yeah. lot. So I feel like when it's a romance and it's black and white, it kind of adds more of an appeal to it than an action, so to speak. I, I get what you mean. That's why I picked this one out, because I thought you'd like it for that re- regard. And it does kind of, you kind of the black and white, especially I've, I thought in this, the lighting was really nice. The black, it had a good kind of black and white contrast and it had its grayscales, but it wasn't like too dark and murky. You couldn't see what was going on because it was so well done in black and white. It didn't actually impact the story or the film or anything like that because you, I feel like they did have a lot of different tones. So you had like the captain more in white and he was like stark white. And, it, and then you had a contrast of somebody that was a bit more of a badder character in a darker colour. Yeah, I get, you, you, yeah, get the sense of what you mean, yeah. Do you think it also reminded me a little bit of um, It's a Wonderful Life, Life yeah. the style of the old classic and the way that they speak? That's just how it was back then, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's... And I know we had to put the subtitles. Yeah, I don't know if for some reason the, the audio track on this was very, very quiet. And so it's like, and I thought, well, best for you to understand what they're actually saying as well at some points because even though I was like going if I didn't have subtitles I'd be like what? Yeah but you did get a little I, bit to I, be I, I've it, seen it before but it's it's yeah for the extra benefit of you rather than you going like what 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 does that say or what did he say? Yeah because I do do that a lot and I think it was because they're in a saloon and it was kind of all quite secretive as well it felt like there was a lot of whispering in dark corners it felt so i think that's why it was done but as well because it's like a <laughs> i know we're british but it is quite a strong kind of posh it sounds like a well-spoken english compared to our a... english now oh <laughs> uh, yeah see what you mean yeah it's yeah it's again just the way that people spoke they spoke then. properly compared yeah, to how we do, do nowadays yeah. and i think that sometimes was harder to understand so with the film, there was a lot of iconic lines. Yeah, um, very famous yeah, lines in this. and there's obviously some famous songs as well. So the couple of lines that we've noticed was, which I don't actually understand, I had to Google it to figure out. I knew it was in Terminal of Endearment, but how it was complimentary or flattering, I wasn't really sure. And I'll let you say the line because you make me laugh when you say it. <laughs> Who's looking at you, kid? <laughs> now, I don't know, like, his looking at you, I guess, is somewhat flattering. Like, he's attracted to look at her. He's not repulsed yeah. by her, I guess. Um, But right. the kid bit, it's like, is that meaning she's young and useful and pretty? I guess you, you can take it that way. You're not, like, literally like a kid. Yeah. But the youthful aspect of that, and she... it's just, yeah, just like a... Just, just an endearing way of... I don't know, don't start it. saying it to me because I won't find it endearing, I'll find it a bit weird. I'll say that to you to wind you up. <laughs> like, it just doesn't make sense and I don't know how you would respond back to it. I don't think it... Or you just like smile, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's... I, I it seemed know... to work in the film, so... Yeah, I guess, it did. 
I know that Rick did say a lot of, I stick my neck out for nobody. I captured that a lot. He's like a lone wolf. He's not going to help anyone, but actually he's a true sentimental man at heart and does actually help a lot of people and look out for them without... Yeah, for the right people, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Also, he's like, of all places in the world, Elsa had to enter into Rick's bar or yeah. saloon. Yeah, um, somewhere along those lines, yeah, yeah. For all the places in all the world. She had to come to my home. Because they like that. had a little bit of a romance in Paris, didn't they? Yes. Um, did Elsa and Rick. And I could tell that she didn't actually want to, like, run off away with him. And there was something a little bit suspect but, about it. Yeah, it wasn't um, giving the game away at that point, though, was it? No, but I, I knew she wasn't going to... I knew she was going to leave him standing at the train. I could already, yeah, from yeah. the dialogue, know that that was going to happen. And she didn't truly want to but she didn't know how to say no to him so instead of saying no she just left him standing there waiting for her and heartbroken so it kind of then when you see that happening you thought for her kind of changes and shifts and you're thinking well what is her motive why did she do that what's driven that and I think this was where I was thinking is there going to be a good love triangle is something is or is she just actually because obviously it was set wartime wasn't it yeah, during the Second World War, yeah. I was thinking, oh, well, maybe she's on the wrong side. Yeah, very valid point, yeah. So she can't elope with him or... Yeah. Yeah, so something like that. I was thinking there was maybe some of the reason of why she wouldn't. Obviously, she's very, very pretty and everybody says she's like the most beautiful woman to walk the streets of Casablanca and anywhere yeah, yeah, else. Yeah, like once you enter the room, everybody turns, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, so she kind of seems to, when she knows she's at Rick's, pull on his heartstrings a little bit, I feel. So she plays, gets Sam to play their, I'm guessing it's their song, so yeah. to speak. Sam, um, Sam the Piano Man, as you've written down. Yeah. <laughs> I have Sam the Pan Man from Lord of the Rings mm. and Sam the <laughs> Piano Man. <laughs> He was such a lovable character, I feel. I feel like he was really valued for me. He was like a genuine friend to Rick and didn't want to see him get hurt by Elsa again and didn't want any of that going on. He wanted to protect his friend Mm -hmm. and didn't want to play the song as time goes by. And this is like obviously playing a song for a couple who have this song dear to the heart. Yeah. And obviously... Every time you hear that playing, it would just you'd associate it with that person. Yeah, it triggers the memories of days gone by. Good or bad. bad yeah. yeah. And obviously Rick walks in and sees Sam playing yeah. this and he's like, Why why are you I playing this? You, yeah, I told you never to play that again and then so it's you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit of an awkward encounter yeah. with like an somewhat X really, I guess, isn't it? Like In yeah, in theory. So I just think to myself, Well, why has she done that? She's drawing attention to herself. And the plot thickens, and obviously she's with this man called Victor Laszlo. Yeah. Which we find out later is actually her husband, and she's been married to him for God knows how long. So basically that's why she wouldn't elope with Rick. Yeah, because he was put into a concentration camp at that point, so Mm. that technically, and as far as she knew, he was dead at that point. So she says, I still don't believe her. (laughs) No, I think think the storyline... Gives it that impression that she genuinely didn't know that he was dead, and then she realized, found out, yeah, that that he wasn't, and then it's like, oh, 
I can't go with yeah. Rick now. I'll have to go yeah. in to, to, yeah. for my husband. I do yeah. think she genuinely loves Rick. I think there is something there that is genuine love. But obviously, is it more lust than love? Maybe. Because I don't really know. They don't know much about one another. As they do say, yeah. So yeah. I feel like, is it more based on... Yeah, like a fling or kind of... Yeah, like a summer or romance yeah, or something yeah. in the summer. And then it doesn't last any longer than that. Yeah. So there was... I knew I really liked Rick as a character and I liked Sam as a character. I couldn't really put my finger on Victor. Mm-hmm. I just feel like he was a bit obnoxious and one of those like know-it-all people that would want yeah. everybody to stick the neck out for him, in a sense, because he's so high importance because he's got this purpose and he wants to make yeah. an impact. Yeah, against the German army and all that stuff, but yeah. But I think the one one character was Elsa. I was like, I just don't trust her. And I think this was even correct for me to even think further down the line mm-hmm. where there was these documentations is it like a visa to get yeah the papers they call them, yeah to get them from Casablanca to get on a plane to get to America yeah, yeah. land of the free and all that <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was back then yeah. <laughs> so obviously Rick has these papers and he won't give them to Victor and basically Elsa squirms her way in and she always appears when she wants something or yeah and i feel like she with this scene this made me kind of think i don't believe actually anything you ever say ever again you've broken me trust because one minute she was manipulating saying that she really needed to go with her husband and you know they weren't safe here then she points a gun at him and says i'm gonna shoot you give me the papers She's like a bit of a schizophrenic. And then the next bit, she's like, oh, I love you, Rick. Mm. And I'm like, literally in the space of about 10 minutes, I'm like, Jesus, how can this actually happen? Where you've one minute gone, I need to go for my safety. No, I'll stay with you because I love you. But I was just going to shoot you. I'm like, I do not like this girl. She's just trouble now. She's just messing with poor Rick's brain just for the paper. Only looking out for herself, really. Yeah. Her best interests. She doesn't care who she hurts or because yeah. she's. I think she's one of those stereotypical types who's so beautiful. Thinks she can get away with anything. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's the case. She doesn't want to work hard for anything, and she just flutters her eyelashes, and everyone will mm-hmm. swoon over yeah. her. Yeah. It's a shame that life so, doesn't work like that for me, isn't it? <laughs> I guess you can class her as a femme fatale, I suppose, in a sense. What does that, that mean? What you practically just described, where it's the beauty of a lady who can just, you know, as you said, bat her eyelids and everything, but she's got ulterior motives behind everything that she does just to get away. She's literally like that. And it's just not fair, is it, really? I do feel for Rick in all of this. If anyone I do feel for, it is him. Because I feel like he's been getting dragged through the most emotional roller coaster with her damage that she's doing. Yeah. I think I noticed about... Rick, which was like you pointed out before, he, he was in a white suit when he's in Casablanca. But I don't know it's before all this, he was in a darker suit. I don't know if there's, there's meant to be any connotation there with maybe that he feels pure and clean, so to speak, when he's out there in Casablanca, out of the way of everybody, even though he's obviously he doesn't really want to be there, he'd rather be back in America. Mm. But I don't know. It's, I feel like it was because he had an innocence of him. He was yeah. he was a good person yeah. at the beginning and he was like, that was why he was wearing white. 
at the yeah. beginning and he was cleaning and then the further along no no i don't think it it wasn't it didn't change it was in the flashbacks he had there was in like a normal dark oh, so suit when he so was... normally i in an instance i'd say yes he would be wearing a white suit because he was like you know innocent thing but then dark things make you turn to a darker colour demeanour in your clothing or whatever but it was um, more his flashbacks were yeah in darker. darker clothes but I don't know whether that's maybe be to make him stand out against everybody else perhaps. it definitely does I feel yeah. like he does with like the he's, white he's the owner of the club and yeah, um, so, yeah. and because of the colouring and the, everything yeah. it does actually stand yeah. out but I think it did get a little bit darker further along the storyline and I feel like the actual lighting got darker as well yeah and the great the, it was more greys were coming into it and the white wasn't as prominent as the start of the film yeah and I think that's because of what Elsa kind of mm-hmm. brought to it I believe so we did have I did have a nice other little side liking of the captain yes he was quite a good character he was quite like funny for a captain because he was like quirky he'd get along with everybody and he was quite doing his own work behind his captain job yeah he knew how to easily manipulate people but he was doing it for the good of people mm-hmm. and he did manipulate rick with that couple do you remember the young couple that needed yes yeah i remember yeah some money and he ends up fudging the casino the wheel, yeah yeah so that he can make an escape yeah so you can tell that rick actually does have a heart of gold and i think elsa knows this so at the end there's a bit of a twist we've gathered that Elsa and Rick, for, for whatever reason, are going to run away together and leave and leave Victor on his own, basically. And it looks like they're going to... Well, Rick's going to get Victor arrested yeah. for getting the illegal papers. And then the plot twists again to where it's a case of you've got Rick pointing a gun at the captain. And I was like, oh, well, I thought they were in cahoots. I don't understand. I'm like... I didn't see this coming. And then it's a case of his letting Victor and Floozy um, <laughs> off on the plane yeah. to America. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And you can tell he's doing that because he actually genuinely does love her. He's letting her go, be, go in a yeah. sense. Yeah, be, and not for a selfish reason. I was so glad he wasn't getting on the plane with her, to be honest, because it's like, you deserve so much better than her, mate. You know, you really do. She's rung you ragged since she's got here. But... Yeah, I think it's, he made the sensible decision there and, and, and they go yeah. with him. And it's kind of like, yeah, I never want to see you again, type of thing. And, it, and she's, like, absolutely heartbroken. So the amount of times that she's been kind of tagging him along and, like, kind of leading him on with things, he's actually got his upcomings, in a sense, from it. The circle of karma has come back quite quickly on her. Mm-hmm. And she's like kind of dumbfounded and doesn't know what to, to do. Because she now thinks in her head she wants to be with him. But I think she's just selfishly thinking that. I don't actually think she loves either properly. I think Rick does genuinely love her. I think she just cares. I think he cares probably more so than loves her really at the end of it all. That's probably why he did what he did. But Yeah, right. I don't think he wants her part of his life yeah because it's too complicated too much hassle (laughs) it feels like he's more wanting to kind of carry on his quiet somewhat life even though he's Mm. sold his saloon and they end up kind of it makes me laugh i think the captain's called louis they end up kind of being a case of 
him and Louis create a good friendship and them two are kind of walking off into the sunset <laughs> at the end. Or into the fog is the, <laughs> what happens in there, yeah. And that's another line where they said, this is a star of a beautiful friendship. And I did like their relationship they, they had. Yeah. There was a good, I think I always do like, in any film, a good kind of relationship and good banter with characters and such. There was favourable characters and there was one character who I ended up a bit despising which is the leading lady. lady. Right. So, have I got everything there, do you think? But yeah, there, there was the other part, wasn't there, where um, Germans are singing their national anthem in the saloon, and then Victor comes along mm-hmm. and tries to outdo them by getting the band to play the French national anthem <laughs> over the top, sort of like, you know, sticking it to the Germans, like, we're not tolerating you with this, yeah. all these war efforts that you're trying to... Which he does have a good purpose and a good manner about him, but he's a bit just obnoxious, I think, is Victor. Comes across that way a little yeah, bit. Yeah, he does a little bit. You know, the way to, yeah. It's just his presence, but I feel like he does have a good character because I can imagine people being like that back then, even yeah, more yeah, so. Yeah, they strong and yeah. approach things, but yeah. I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this one. Yeah. Makes me think that actually an old film doesn't have to be because I used to think oh it's black and white it's really old I'm not I'm not interested and actually sometimes it's got better content than I I think it is a case of knowing what are the best ones I know if you know if you're sifting through the pile of stuff there'd probably be some really really poor Mm. poorly acted black and white films but it's kind of like knowing what are the the more acclaimed pieces of cinema that are black and white so when you said it initially, you told me the age of it, I was like... And then I was like, what's it about? And then you were like, told me the name and the title, and I'm thinking, well, that still doesn't give me any clue of what the film is actually about. And then I was, kind of saw the cover, and I was like, oh, is it a romance? Yeah, and yeah, it's sort of a classic. It's like a drama romance for set in the World War Two. I think I, I just loved the era it had as well. I loved the clothing. I loved the way that they are kind of so him and Papa about everything I guess they're not not like nowadays I guess I feel like they had a bit more structure and a bit more respect more standards yeah yeah because despite it being a war film it's not particularly brutal or no. dark in that in that sense in any way and there was no blood but, or anything like yeah, that it's no. like somebody did get shot and there was yeah is it, I think it's a U rating so really yeah, so there's no, there's no blood or anything showing in that, so, but yeah. It's just something pleasant to, to watch, and it didn't seem to be a struggle, apart from understanding what they were saying yeah. at times, to watch it, it kind of, the time flew by quite quickly. It does, yeah. Which I didn't think it would do, because it's like, sometimes the old films, the dialogue and stuff like that can yeah. kind of drag on a little bit, they seem yeah. to... The runtime is about an hour and a half, so might be why it flew by, because normally these... Films these days are normally like two hours going on, even yeah. that sometimes, and you know, yeah, it can be a slog at times, but um, yeah. I don't think this needed to be any longer than it no, was. No. It, it was just the right amount of time to tell the story of what went on, but yeah. What is your final score? I can't even fault the fact of how old it is. I really actually loved the black and white contrast and lighting. I think that's probably my photography side coming out with me when it's done correctly and I can actually see something. Like, I feel like King Kong was a bit dark and I feel like you couldn't really see what was going on for sometimes you could just hear some screaming. Yeah, there was a bit of a time difference obviously between this and that so there may be 
yeah, roughly about 10 years difference. So you can see how so, it's progressed. Yeah, that's inevitable with but all things. Go. The lighting and also there was shad- yeah. there was the atmosphere. shadows as well. Yeah. I don't know if you saw there was some clever imagery with where yes, they did. Yes, yes, yes. The shadows. Okay. So there was like one scene where he was going into this cupboard and you could see the... The, the safe. Yes, the safe. And you can see a silhouette of yeah, Rick. Yeah, yeah. And I loved, I think they're called boho, um, bohos, where it's like you've got the reflection of lines or something like that. So like from the window. Where the shadows cast, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, right. So like, let's say you've got lines on the windows and you can see it shadow mm-hmm. casting on the walls and right. such. Okay. So it's just like details to that which added more kind of appeal visually mm-hmm. to it. The storyline I thought was really, really gripping. It, I didn't see the ending being that. Mm-hmm. I, annoyingly, I thought Rick was going to end up... Yeah, that would be the predictable. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I didn't want that ending, so I was so glad that I didn't get it, but I didn't know what the ending is I wanted because mm-hmm. I hadn't even thought that this was a, an ending in my head. Right, okay. So with all that kind of covered... I would say also it's definitely got points for the fact that it is somewhat a romance, even though the main guy doesn't end up with the leading lady. Yeah. So I would score it a nine. Wow. What about you? I'm the same. Really? Yeah. The way the characters are portrayed and everything, and I think there's there's some part of me that really does like that sort of, that era of black and white. There's just something about it that resonates with me. I feel like it's more appealing as well, and I've noticed sometimes when I look at photos, like if it's like from like your grandparents or anything mm-hmm. like that, that era and that style, I think it just kind of brings a whole new kind of... Aspect to how things were. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes we should take a little bit from that. Like, I like the fact that they were genuinely just pretty girls. They didn't have to be dolled up and be showing yeah. off their legs and yeah, stuff yeah, to it's, look. it's just, yeah. It was just, they were genuinely beautiful and they were reserved, but yet still stunning. And I think that's what you kind of had the appeal of that era. And yeah, yeah everyone's they, all smartly dressed and everything, you know, prim and proper. Yeah, and spoken proper. And yeah. even though there was obviously a bit of um, shady things going on in the bar, it yeah, still seemed. You just sometimes need, just need a bit of that rather than proper scumbaggy yeah. characters yeah, yeah. that you don't gel with, whereas you can gel with majority of these characters. That... Because they all have a purpose, I think, for everything that they're doing. I think that's the thing. I think sometimes yeah. we lose purpose of why we're doing things. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's just because it's fun or it'll make me look good. Yeah. And it's not actually the sentimental purposes that I think we... The core values of people, I think sometimes we lose that a little bit in sight. So I think that's everything. So thank you so much for listening to us. I hope that you liked mine and Paul's thoughts and that maybe it might encourage you to, if you don't normally watch black and white films like me and you're not very educated, it might make you want to actually spend a bit of time and have a look into it because it is something worthwhile watching. Yeah, or or simply just to revisit a classic because it's deemed... One of the greatest films of all time, really. Still think I'd want a wonderful life beforehand. Just because it's Christmas and (laughs) it just tugs to my heartstrings a lot, lot more. So thank you once again for listening to us. You can find us on 
Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, wherever else you might get your podcasts from. Um, of course, we're also on social media, on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. If you search for SP Film Viewers, you'll find us there. Yeah, and hopefully we'll have um, another really good review for you next week. Yep, so take care for now. Take care and enjoy watching loads of movies if you're still in lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) See you later. Bye for now. Bye.